Hi everyone, it's A Word at the Table, and for this week's episode, we want you to tune in to our live recording of our Season 2 podcast launch party. For this launch party, we were interviewed by our fabulous host, Polana, and we had open discussions with our listeners. You can watch the entire video on YouTube and get to know more about all of us. We hope you enjoy it. Good student in high school. Um, yeah, I was 
actually, okay, I was a good I was a nerd, I actually like going <laughs> I was pretty good. I'm looking back on it though, I wish I wasn't. I think I wish I wish I I enjoyed more of my high school time, I guess, with friends and everything. But I was really focused. Yes, I was a very good student in high school, but not so much in college. Oh really? Yeah, I mean I was junior year of college, but yeah. You didn't go to class? Not freshman and sophomore year, no. <laughs> By the grace of God, I graduated. <laughs> I'm like opposite. I was a really good student in college. But in high school, I remember, especially senior year, because I had like two classes, maybe? Yeah, three classes. I, I um, cut class so much, because it's, you know, senioritis. I cut class so much, and my principal sat me down and was like, if you miss one more day of school, you are not going to graduate. Legit. Senior cut day, it was like me and like one other person. Like, even the teacher was like, why are you here? I was like, I have to be here. <laughs> so yeah. One day, it would have been I know, yeah. So high school, I could have been better. I could have been better. Wait, are you saying you could have been a better bad student or like a better like, a better good student? A better good student. Yeah. Okay, because you have shown up and stuff. Yeah, that heard you. Yeah. I heard you. All right, so I'm gonna ask you guys this question. Hang on, because I was writing some questions too. How do you know? What? Oh, sorry, sorry, wrong question. What can you do right now to be a better Christian? If it's like in the morning, I'll do like a quick prayer or I'm going to bed a quick. When I'm trained, that's when I'm talking to him and I feel like I should have time for him. Like it should be a separate time that I actually appreciate that time. Because it's like, even when I'm in relationships, you want someone to set that time out for you. So it's like, if, someone if someone's always rushing you or passing you by, you're like, you get offended or you don't. You don't feel like that person's really there, so in that appreciate it. Right, in that instance I would say probably set a time dedicated to God. Yeah. Um, for me, I think I can actually read the books that I buy. I buy a lot of Christian books, but I don't end up reading them. I also don't read the Bible as much as I am supposed to or as I would like to. So that's something that I honestly always say I'm, I'm going to try to improve and I improve it for a little bit a little while and I fall back so yeah that's my guilty um, statement that I do that's how I live yeah I don't read the bible I'm, I think I'm like in the same boat with you like I don't think there's like um, a textbook way to be like the model Christian, but what I would want to work on is like recalling the word more. Like I love when people are like, you know, it says in Isaiah. I'm like, it's so I Like, hardest thing to do is just trying to remember, memorize verses, and I'm just like, 
All I know is John 3.16, Jesus what? Like that's as much as you're gonna get, you know, that's it. But um, but moving on, okay, so now we got the question segment out of the way. Well, we're gonna go back to some more questions because I made sure I wrote some really juicy ones that I think would be, I think your audience would like to know some answers to. But tell, let's talk about the podcast a little bit. You guys have been doing this, it's your second season. You guys have been doing, so last season, I believe there were about 10 episodes, right? And now you're going on to season two. What are, what are we can expect as listeners um, from season two that might be a little bit different from the first season. Well, I would say from the first season, I feel like um, just in general, as far as podcast and being podcasters, like I feel like the first season, we didn't know certain small things like even when you're moving, you can hear that on the podcast, or like yeah. even like talking over each other. I think we learned how to um, be- like record better. So in that sense, I would say that. And then as far as the actual um, substance or content, um, I, we incorporated some of the ideas that some of the listeners told us about they want to hear more of. And it was like having um, guests on the show. So what happened, so we had Kevin Myrie, he's actually here. Hey, shout out to Kev. Um, yes, so we just incorporated different things that people suggested from the first season. Yeah, um, also I think our relationships with each other is better um, because we've gotten to know each other. Although we've been friends for a long time, but I think doing the podcast together, um, we we've gotten to know each other on a different level. Um, so I think that made us um, better podcasters. And this is, a, like, part of the podcast is being honest with our Christian walk and being open. So as we're evolving as Christians too, we have more knowledge to share. So we have more to say than we had last year. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think of something that you guys already more not real topics but like more current topics you know like I love when we um first season we did deal with like subjects in the bible more you know which is obviously good but like um I feel like this season we did something a little bit more um thank you yeah like more real life current topics stuff like that and I definitely like that direction like you know the, the bible and real life all together you know something now, like, we know the state of Christianity. We, we were t- Victoria and I, we were talking about this a little bit, about, like, um, as far as the old-fashioned, because we all Haitian here, right? Some of us are from the Caribbean. Where my Haitians at? Millennials, Gen X. So, as far as you guys, what has always been your, I guess, 
how do you guys connect with the churches that you go to? Like, what can you say to other Christians that are in churches that, you know, going to their parents' church or they're struggling with things like that? What do you, what can you say? What's your advice when they have a hard time? Because I know Vicky and I, we talked in this a little bit, and I kind of want to bring this up to you guys and also kind of get the audience feedback. When you're at your parents' church and you're not really connecting with the word, how do you guys take it upon yourself to really connect with the word, right? Because it's not our parents' job to um to help us get closer to God is our responsibility, right? So as I'm gonna pass the mic on to the ladies, I want you guys to think about it a little bit. What are some things that you would give advice to a kid that's going to their parents' church and you know they're not understanding the language and the language barrier and the mis the disconnect with praise and worship? Well one thing that I can think of um is not find your purpose, but like find a job, find work for the ministry and stuff like that. So like me, um, I think around when I was like 19, the pa one of the pastors in my church was like, oh, hey, you, you, have, to, you have to teach their kids or whatever. Like, I'm like, I don't want to do that or whatever. But he like, he like made me do that job. And it's like literally almost like 10 years later, not to date myself, but like um, it's like 10 years later. And I still love working with um my kids, like my Sunday school kids, like like little five, four-year-olds and stuff like that, teaching them basic Bible stories and stuff like that. So that's how I feel connected with the church. I mean, granted, when it comes to actual Sunday service, I'm just like, you know, but like doing God's work definitely helps me with that, like connection factor. Um, I think some, someone texted, I don't, I don't know if it was you, but it's I'm thinking about your relationship or your walk as a Christian as a personal relationship with God. You said it. So you have to connect with God personally. Um, talk to God, God like you talk to your friends. Talk to God about your concerns, about the things that you're going through. Um, it's good to be part of a community, um, a like-minded community, so it's, that's why it's good to go to church. Um, but feel like find people in your church. If you're not connected with the service, find friends that, that are in your church. People of the same age group. If, if there's not like a choir, if there's not a Bible study, if there's not you know any other types of social groups, you can create that social group. Take it up on yourself to do that. Don't just sit back and say this is boring and this is not for me. Uh, because if you don't take the initiative, then um, you can only blame yourself for not feeling connected. Yeah. And I would also say um, going to different events, like youth events, I really enjoy that. Just being around this circle, like having that fellowship is really important. So I think that also would motivate you or help you get that connection or see, even seeing others in your age group, like having that connection, it kind of motivates you to do it as well. Yeah, that's a good point, because I know, like, during my time as a youth minister, it was kind of, you have to kind of be that conduit, right? You have to be that, as Christians, we are, we have to remind ourselves as Christians, we are God's PR team. Okay, right? We're God's PR team. Don't make me shout now. We are God's PR team, right? So we have to make sure that we are advocating and putting people on 
to God the best way we know how. Now, although we're not perfect, so the PR team, we gonna mess up sometimes, right? We gonna cuss some people out, we gonna put pe get people straight, but I think we wanna, we have to take it upon ourselves, like, okay, what can I do to bridge that gap, to put people, I know that ain't right, but what can I do? <laughs> I mean, am I lying here? Sometimes I'm gonna cuss where it kind of slip out, right? You know, it slips out. Um, but I think we have to try our best. What can I do to be a change? We're, we're change agents, right? We are, um, we, we are one, we're fearfully and wonderfully made, so we have to remind ourselves that God has placed us here for a reason. So what can I do to be that middle man, to put people onto God? Okay, so we want to remind that. So to whoever's listening to the podcast, remember that. Take it upon yourself. Don't wait, oh, this church ain't do this, but what can I do to make sure the change is happening, right? So now for you guys, what, um, so we're at the table. First of all, let's talk about that. How did that, the, the idea come about? How, did, I remember Vicky was telling me about, yeah, girl, I'm about to start a podcast. So tell me about how did the journey come about, the name, and um, I guess, who, how did God bring you guys together? I mean, yeah, you grew up together, but as far as the podcast, talk about that. Um, if I can remember, I think, well, the way we started, or we reconnected, because we, I knew Vicky for a long time. Um, uh, and, but the way that we reconnected was uh, through a youth choir. Um, and then we started praying together, just friends praying together once a week. So we were praying together, um, but then that fell off after a while because people got busy or like, you know, life got in the way of that. Um, but after that, we were talking about, I think Gigi brought up the idea of... I said, yeah, continue, continue the platform. Right. Well, we did a lot of things together. We did a lot of different events. We did plays together. And we just realized we worked really well together. And we prayed every Tuesday. And we still pray every Tuesday. So we were like, this is really good. We should record this. <laughs> like, everybody should hear this. And then that's how it kind of evolved into the podcast. So I think that's, that's it. Yeah, that was a really good backtrack. Because I feel like this is since 2000. 14-ish? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this is like, like, that's when the inception is just like snowballed into like, oh my god, like, yeah. And I love the progress between you guys. I'm like, oh snap, y'all got a backdrop? Y'all got a backdrop, is it? The backdrop, I'm just like, okay, I got gift bags, I got a whole audience and everything. Hey, y'all, how y'all doing? So I, I did forget to bring it to the audience to get their opinion on the question that I asked. Did anyone want to chime in on what I on the question about what what how do you bridge the gap in a in a Haitian church? Anybody want to chime in on that? This is real interactive, y'all. But maybe just a, yeah, in general, like if you feel like you're going to a church and you're not connected. Now there is more than one solution. So the uh, the solutions that we presented is not a cookie cutter type of solution. I think. Um, there, there are a ton of others that perhaps maybe you guys have experienced and maybe want to talk about. No? Okay, moving on. This is the same crowd that didn't want to like whoop one for like for Haiti. So like, yeah. <laughs> you right, you right. All right, so now tell me a little bit about, you know, let's talk about your journeys right now individually as a Christian. Um, I kind of wrote this in the bag, but I'm just going to take the question out and ask you guys right now. Where, what character in the Bible can you most 
relate to right now in your journey? Uh, you know those essay questions at the end of the test? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, you know, you're like, oh, no, just when you thought you were finished, right? Who can you relate to the most? Christian walk, like not saying that um, you know everything has to be perfect all the time, but sometimes I do um, feel like I'm talking to something and I have to stay to my word and remember who God is to me and remember who I am. So probably Joseph, since he oh went through God. all of his. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Same. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, I wasn't in prison or anything like that. Like, God, but, you know. The person that came to mind was Ruth, and I'm trying to think why. I can't think why right now. But I think who I'm studying right now is Paul. Um, I relate to Paul a lot because I think he's very um, authentic about his struggles, about his humanity, and how about, about how perfect God is and how um, imperfect we are and how we have to submit to him in order to have a fruitful life. Um, and that's something that, like right now, because I'm studying Paul, that's who I'm relating to the most. I can't, I don't know why Ruth came to mind, though. I think they'll come to you. That's how you would have been. Yeah. Maybe that's a revelation happening live. <laughs> I don't know. I think I need a little more um, introspection into my life, my character, for me to like, give a proper answer. But I'm still on it. I'm still on it. It's gonna probably gonna come like tomorrow morning. Like, oh, but like, I'm still on it. Not to make this about me, but I guess it's not so much a, a, a character, but um, more so like a story, the prodigal son. Oh my god, yeah, that's not Yeah, I'm going through the same. The prodigal son, as for me, like I'm going through, I would say a lot of like sibling and family issues, and like I see how, um, I see how my so it's three three of us and I see how my si my sisters my my parents extend so much grace to my to my other siblings I'm the oldest and it's just like when it's me it's just kind of like I don't get as much grace and it's just like now that I'm talking to you guys I'm just like okay well what's the lesson in the prodigal son like what you trying to tell me boy like what's good you know I'm, I'm trying to understand that and so therefore with the prodigal son I just have to sometimes it's important to reread and go back and figure out why you know so um for you guys kind of take a second and think about like who am I kind of what, what you know where am I at Lord and this question I want to ask you guys um as far as we're gonna go into dating a little bit I feel like we should talk about dating right who want to talk about dating no Okay, that's good. I'm not even gonna ask y'all any questions. But this is like, no, this is, no, I'm not asking y'all no more questions. <laughs> but what season are you guys in your life right now as far as like, what is it that God really wants you to learn? Because um, I feel like God brings us through different valleys. Um, this morning I was reading a devotion. It's like, 
it was it was called getting not getting what you want and it was talking about it was Joyce Myers uh, devotion is called Battle of the Field of the Mind and pretty much it's kind of like who are you to think that who, who do you think you are for life to be perfect all the time okay who, who are you to think that life is so therefore and in, 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 like you have to humble yourself because if Jesus had a hard time you know, so I wanted you guys to think a little bit, what season are you guys, what is the lesson that God is trying to um, put on your heart? Have you learned? Are you stubborn? And, and and within that lesson, are you learning it? Are you like rolling your eyes like, Lord, I am trying to hear it right now. Or are you just like, you know, you just kind of keeping it in your spirit? Um, I would say right now I'm in a season of just trying to get more intimacy with God, just trying to have that time set apart for him, and also learning that my plans aren't his plans. That always happens to me. Like, I want to do something, and I pray for it, and I'm like, like, I finished praying for it, and I'm like, where's that? <laughs> so, um, right, so it's like my plans aren't God's plans, and his plans are better. So it's surrendering, and also trying to get more time with him. I would say, and I feel like if I had more time with him, I'll be able to surrender better. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. Right now, I think I'm in a season of God teaching me how to be patient, um, because I'm an impatient person. Um, and by nature, whenever I want something, I get it. Um, and if, and right now, uh, like there are things that I want, and God is just telling me to wait, and I'm not trying to hear it, but I'm waiting. Um, and also, I think um, God is also teaching me to guard my tongue, because I have a sharp tongue. I will, if somebody <laughs> crosses me the wrong way, I will put you in your place. <laughs> That's how I used to be. I told y'all, I guess where she's being, you know? That's how I used to be. Oh, no, oh, no. Brother Ken. Breaking <laughs> tea. with the right words um, and I think God right now is teaching me <laughs> God is teaching me to use my tongue um, something that my pastor is preaching on right now is the verse in Proverbs life and death is in the power of the tongue and to think that you know people say sometimes like words don't hurt me um, stick and, sticks and stones can break my bones but words don't hurt me but that's not true words will cut you and I'm we're learning to be more learning to be um, just more thoughtful and more um, to speak positivity into my situations even when I disagree with people. That's like a whole episode by itself, like, like the power of words and stuff like that. That's like legitimately a whole episode by itself. But um, I think to answer that question, um, where am I in my season? I feel like I'm like on the brink of um, like new beginnings or something like that, like, like a turnover or something like that. Like, you know like when you're like watching a movie and the main character, you're like, you like see the hump going? The point. Yeah, like the turning point. I really feel like I'm at a turning point and I just feel like um, obedience to God's word is what's gonna like... Someone. Yeah, like it's gonna like push me over the edge into like what I'm supposed to be, you know? So, just need to be a little bit more obedient and like more patient. 
Amen. Well, we gonna pray that whatever that new beginning is that you receive it, it's yours in Jesus. It's yours, girl. All right. So now let's talk a little bit about dating because I feel like in regards. <laughs> I mean, I ain't say nothing was off limits in the group chat. I'm just saying, and I'm done asking the audience questions. So yeah. So dating. What's that like? I mean, because we already know the Bible, the word says, don't be unequally yoked, right? Don't pop that before the ring, right? I'm just, can I be true? I mean, can I be truthful here? I mean, y'all know I was going to be, y'all know what I thought. Y'all know I come with the heat. Okay? Um, so, I guess so we'll, just so you guys aren't uncomfortable with it, we'll just lightly touch it, but I really want you guys, because I, I, the reason why I love to be real because the word says that they were healed by the power of the blood and the power of the testimonies. So you don't know what people, although yeah, it's shedding the skin and you being uncomfortable being vulnerable, but I think it's important that you don't know who else can identify with what you're going through that can identify um, just identify in general that I wonder how can I get through this, right? So in regards to dating, where are you guys in dating? What has been a hardship for you in the past? Let's talk about that. I'll go first. <laughs> but like you touched upon like um, being unequally yoked. That is a struggle, like legitimately, because like there are certain aspects to me where it's like like kind of defining like. You know, I'm, I don't want to say black, but like, I'm like really into my blackness, but I don't want to date a guy who's more into his blackness than older. Again, I'm a Christian, but like for some reason, I don't want to date a guy who's more Christian than me. Does that make sense? Like Wednesday night service, I'm gonna be like, no, 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 I don't want to do that. Okay, right. So like, that's an issue for me, cause like, you know, like I don't know, it's, it's bad, cause like, when I see a guy who's really into God, really into the path and stuff like that, I'm like, that's great, and I automatically see him as a friend. Like I see him as like a brother, you know. Like, <laughs> like you said, uh, for me, with the equally yoke, even if you are dating a Christian, and I am dating a, dating a Christian, I feel like um, there are times where I feel like I'm further in my walk with God than he is, um, and that makes me feel uncomfortable, um, but I still pray for him. Also, I think, and that too is where God is teaching me patience, and also to use my words wisely, um, I feel like God uses my relationship to make me a better person. Um, and that's what I look for in a relationship. If it's 
if the person is not improving who I am and he's not improving himself too along the way, then to me um, it's not, it, it's questionable whether it's a worthy relationship to stay in. Now you did mention it made you, you did mention that it made you feel uncomfortable that you were further in your walk than he was. Why is that? Because I, I look at, I mean, when I read the word, it says that the husband is the head of the household. And, and I'm not, naturally, I'm not a submissive person, but because I have to obey God's word, I try to be submissive. And I don't want to be submissive to someone who's not being led 100% by God. Uh, so I know that if you're the head of my household or future household, I want you to be um, to be submissive to God because I know that I'm following God and also I'm following you too along the way. So to know that um, your decisions are aligned with what God wants for you and it's not just you making those decisions yourself. Yeah. <sighs> um, honestly, I put dating on the shelf. Like I'm not. It's, I can't. It's, it's just a lot. It's like, hi, yeah, I'm Bridget Yeah, AKG. Oh, yeah, I'm Bridget. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't want to do that. Like, I literally, like, I, like, I wish sometimes there was, like, a button you could push and somebody could just download everything and you're like, oh, okay. Next. Like, like, okay, it's not going to work. It's exhausting. It really is. So, I'm going to be honest, I put it down on the shelf, and um, right now, though, what I do, if I do meet someone that I'm feeling uh, I like or whatever, we vibe really well, I pray about it just to ask God, like, is this the person for me? What should I do? And if God shows me this is not the right person for me, I, I ask, and I still like them, <laughs> I ask God to help me be obedient. So, it was kind of, ugh. So hard, it's so hard. But um, but yeah, I put that on the shelf. Like I'm, I'm not. I, I can't. I don't have time to be giving my resume. <laughs> All right. So worst date. I guess worst dating experience. <laughs> worst worst dating experience. Like you've met someone. Cause I've been in those predicaments too, where I've met someone, and the Lord was like, Nah, dude, Nah, you need to chill. And I'm like, Come on, he cute, whatever. Like, come on, for real. Me. And I'll go for it. I'll proceed. And then something will happen. And he'll be like, I, I told you. Right? I told you. And therefore, we gotta we gotta pay attention to, to those red flags, right? The red flags are there. Um, I, I, I remember I put on Facebook, like, uh, I was like, man, I wish men had like a warning sign. Like, they would just walk around with signs talking about like what their problem is, like, I'm lazy, or I don't wash dishes, or I don't, you know, I wish, man, no one would read those, but you, What you mean? Like the Lord shows you that they do have those warning signs. You have to see it with your spiritual eyes. Okay? So where's dating experience? Where's dating experience or where's dating?
So I'll, I'll go. Um, he and I are still friends. Like, actually, he's really great friends. He's gonna be here. He's gonna be like, oh, wow, you funny. But like, So, I went on a date with my friend, or whatever, you're like, you know when you're like friends with a guy, and you're like, oh, let's just, you know, let's try this dating thing. So we go on our first date. Um, we were, I was working at Toys R Us, he's working at Staples, they're right next to each other. Just 
just make sure you come correct. You got a core. You got some money, okay? At least let us know. You know, Uber her or something. At this point, we got all this technology. Ain't nobody should be walking anywhere, right? Okay. Um. So my last question, right? What is um? What what's your goal for the for the for we're going into our fourth quarter, which I can't believe it's already like, we're, we're mid-August already. So what's your goal? What do you see for yourself? Okay, uh, my goals. Uh, personally, I wanna save more money. Um, I'm not trying to get Christmas gifts for everybody. <laughs> Making the announcement now. Um, <laughs> that last year it was great um, I want to also um, continue to work on my tongue again um, that's something that I, I want to I want it to become um, like second nature to me not to be rude or perceived as rude I want to be perceived as a nice person who says nice things all the time um, yeah I think I'm perceived as a nice person generally, and I think when I, um, like if I cut someone with my tongue again, uh, then, which I do it all the time, I know that. Um, so I'm trying to change that. Um, I would just say uh, overall just personal growth. Um, I think also holding myself accountable to things that I say I'm going to do. Because um, oftentimes I'll say like, oh yeah, Consistent because sometimes it's really hard for us to um, yeah. meet up. Yeah. 
So we, like one time we did a couple episodes in one sitting because we really were gonna like see each other. <laughs> so just being more consistent. Honestly, I kind of I want well I didn't talk to them about this, but I want this to be a business. Like I really think I think we work really well, and I think like yeah like. Every 
Sunday. And like sometimes I don't even want to go or right? But like I have to like do that and um, you know, for the kids. Because if I don't come, literally the kids like some of the kids have my cell phone number, they'll text me and they're like, so you're not coming? And like, so I wake up every morning for every Sunday morning for them, autumn, right? So I guess the test was um, Haitians, I don't know if it's just specifically my church or if, um, but we have like something called like the Day of Pentecost. Is that like a, that's not, okay, so I guess that's a, just a day of, um, for my church. So we do a Day of Pentecost where it's like, um, you know, you sing and for some reason we have fruit and like, that's like a thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay, so it's not just my church, boom. Yeah. All right, so. Um, we were doing that, and I wanted my kids to sing two songs, order, right? And we were practicing every Sunday, we were practicing, practicing, and mind you, I work with some like four-year-olds, like like really, really young. You have to have a lot of patience with them. So we did the, um, we did one song, it was really good, all the Haitians were like, oh my god, that was so good. And then one of the moms, like one of my kids' moms, they presented me with like, a little plaque with my name on it. Bro, I almost <laughs> cried. I legitimately almost cried. So I was just like, I guess the test was me taking the sacrifice because like every Sunday I have to like come up with a lesson plan, figure out what we're gonna do. Like you know, it's time. It's a legitimate time. It's like I understand it's only like for an hour and stuff, but it takes time out of my life, and it's like time invested into God. And uh, yeah. Um, I was trying to think of what time. I think um, sometimes I'm tested when trying to, well, I'm, I have a ministry at my church, and sometimes trying to um, get everyone together, <laughs> and sometimes it's kind of difficult, and I guess I'm being tested, but um, just being on top of everyone and kind of being the leader is kind of difficult, so I would say sometimes I'm tested in that, but it's, but I think um, also, too, it helps, it, I'm learning about myself by being a leader. Like, there's a lot of things that I learned, like, oh, let me fall back on this. <laughs> or, like, let me um, follow up to see who can do this, and this person's actually really good at that, so I'll talk to this person. So sometimes I think I'm being tested with that because it takes patience, and it takes, because you're dealing with people, and anything you're dealing with people, everyone's personalities are different, everyone's backgrounds are different, everyone's brought up differently. So um, sometimes I think I'm being tested with that, but I think just prayer and um, working on yourself helps you get through that test. Um, by a show of hands, how many of you guys are in ministry? Okay, okay, okay. So we have a good hand, a, a good amount of people, and we know ministry is all about people, right? So it's always gonna be working with people, working with God's people. It's, it's, I think it's harder than working with people that don't know the Lord because they know better. We know better, and we don't do better. And that's just, that's just our downfall. So I, I, totally, I totally can understand. All right, what are new bits you want to add to the podcast? It'd be really hard because like our, our um, recording schedule, but I definitely wanted to add like more current topics. Whatever, like if something went down, like I wanted to talk about that, but it's so hard because like that means you would have to do everything on a weekly basis. But hopefully, the only turn this into a business, <laughs> we could do that. Um, I would actually 
actually like um, letters, like listener letters, like if people had questions, I would like to actually try to um, get the questions and talk to my podcast crew about it and then answer the questions on the podcast. I think that would be kind of fun. Um, maybe like a call-in? Oh, yeah. Came to mind now. Yeah, she said call in, so I guess we'd have to tell everyone when we're recording. Um, but yeah, those things we would like to add. Um, before I go into this uh, last question, because we're about to wrap up, does, does anyone in the audience have any questions? Yes? Okay. Well, give them a round of applause for right here. First of all, I want to say beautiful ladies, classy ladies of God, love them. And be classy. Very classy. <laughs> Uh, the question is this, you've been doing this whole while, and you definitely have a walk with the Lord. What do you find, what will you find to be your challenge in the next five, ten years if you're consistent? Because there's going to be some challenges, but for you as a group, what do you see the challenges to be? Mm -hmm. um, challenges. I think... Um, hopefully our lives don't get in the way. I, I think right now we're pretty independent, the three of us, so it's really easy for us to get together. But once we start to like evolve, get married, have children, um, when Vicky adopts her daughter, that's gonna be hard. So I think that it'll be a challenge for us to stay connected. Um, and even now, I'm actually like applying for jobs and applying anywhere that I see something that um, suits me. So I imagine if I move away, which I'm hoping I don't, but if I move away, that'll be a challenge. Um, also, I think something that is a good challenge that I actually appreciate the podcast for is um, it forces me to know that I have a platform where I I proclaim that I'm a Christian, so it challenges me to live my life as a Christian. So, so I, I appreciate it for that. Um, yeah, I agree. I think the challenges would be us evolving and growing in our lives in different, um, I guess, transformations and stages that we go through. Um, I feel like even now it's kind of hard. I mean, even though we're all kind of independent and free it's hard now and honestly i feel like it's the podcast that keeps us together to be honest like that's what that's what makes us meet up really you know we barely <laughs> no offense <laughs> but um but yeah i think um as we grow older it's kind of hard to hold on to your relationships so i think that would be a challenge yeah <laughs> i guess a challenge would probably have to be um Executing a vision, like a like a uniform vision, yeah. right? Because like if we all have ideas, we all have you know ideas that we want to implement, and yeah. we have to be on one accord. Yes. That's like not even just us. That's just when you're whenever, whenever you're working with any group, or whatever. Like thank goodness that you know um, so far we haven't had any like yeah. craziness happen, but like who knows? You never know. Is there anything that you guys do in your personal time that no one would believe you do? This is you, girl. You know <laughs> where you probably want this question. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. 
personal time that no one would believe yeah. what I do. Um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't think there's, honestly, I can't think of anything. Um, but I, something that I made a decision two years ago is to just um, live my life authentically, like the failures, the successes, um, like and just be, be human. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't toot my horn when I mess up, but I don't, I can't think of anything.